everybody, let's crank it up, shall we? Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Race Time Radio. Here we go. We got a dynamite lineup for you tonight on the show, all live tonight. Sirius XM, Channel 167, Good Old Canada Talks. I'm Joe Chisholm. Along with Joe Chisholm Jr. right here in the Race Time Radio studio. What's going on tonight there, big fella? Hey, we're just on the other side of the, the Chili Bowl. Uh, next thing up, I mean, you can't help but look down the line. Daytona's here. It's yeah. right around the corner. It's a coming. It's, it's a coming it, fast. It's coming like a freight train. Yeah, but no uh, Kyle Larson, of course, goes to victory lane in the, uh, in the Chili Bowl. 35th, 35th annual, I think. Tons of great cars. Yeah. Um, lots of great competition. Took a long time for the track prep, by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of waiting around, but uh, by all accounts, uh, all positive stuff coming from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, lots of really cool stuff, uh, a lot of great storylines. Was you know? there many fans in the stands? Yeah. Was there, Was it like a full house? Yep. Just like a normal chili bowl? It, it was a little bit different. You could tell there was lots of masks being worn and, and some social distancing. It was a little bit smaller than normal, but uh, um, really, you know, by all accounts, it looked uh, very similar to normal. Really? <laughs> yes. Really? Hey, uh, I just looked at my phone. I uh, see a little reminder pop up uh, from Sirius XM. Reminder, don't forget, Race Time Radio is on right now on Canada Talks. Yes. Yeah, just seen that on my phone. Pretty nice. cool. You know, if you go to the SiriusXM app and uh, click on Race Time Radio, you'll get a reminder on your phone. You'll never forget that Race Time Radio is playing 7 p.m. every Sunday night. That's that's the way to do it. It is. It is. I mean, we're like clockwork. You can yeah. kind of set it. Your your work week is about to start when, when we come on the air. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's just about time to shut her down for the weekend and that, get ready for another week. That's right. That's right. We wow. cover off all things that happened uh, over the course of the weekend and then kind of preview what's to come. Well, we try. We try and cover as much as we can here over the next two hours. Kind of got a slant on the Canadian side of things, but trust me, we love our American friends, and uh, we try and cover both sides of the border. And let me tell you who we got coming up tonight on the show. Uh, the 2020 NASCAR Pinty Series champion, Jason Hathaway, is going to join us here shortly. Uh, Jay uh, is going to have a different role, Junior, in 2021. We're going to find out exactly what those plans are tonight live on the show. Looking forward to catching up with our good friend, Jay Hathaway. He's always a good guest. Yeah, and when the news came out, uh, you know, he's going to be uh, in under a different role, um, you know, with uh, with EHR and the three team. Um, surprised a lot of people, that's for sure. You know, he just went uh, he just went and got his first NASCAR championship this this past season, uh, and uh, we're going to catch up to uh, to Jason and see what the heck's on his mind. He's going to be uh, going to be changing it up a little bit. There is so much out in the rumor mill, right? If you believe. Everything that's in the rumor mill, um, it'll make your hair go grayer than mine. Um, but out there in the rumor mill, I'm hearing that the NASCAR Pindy series is going to be sold by NASCAR. Don't know whether there's truth in it. Uh, some of our sources say there's a little element of possibility there. Um, and, and maybe potentially selling to a Canadian. That's all interesting stuff. I don't know if it's true or how true it is. Um, but nevertheless, it's definitely out there, and I got some pretty reliable sources. Yeah, for sure. It, uh, 
you know, when you look at, at the NASCAR model and kind of what they were doing, you know, uh, over the past couple of years, um, really they, they kind of brought everything under one roof and then, and then they're kind of now they got, they got struck with COVID, right? Yeah. Everything that, uh, kind of happened, you know, with ARCA transferring into, you know, under the, the Daytona roof and, and, uh, you know, combining the, the, uh, the K&N series and, and the ARCA series together as well, purchasing the, the Grand Am series, turning it into to uh, what we know today as the as the WeatherTech Isma series, uh, all of that. Um, there was a lot of speculation back then of what NASCAR was doing. Were they building and and propping to um, to sell the the bar mark? Um, right. You know, and and bringing ISC under that roof as well. Uh, you know, with with the the conglomerate of tracks that they have, like Daytona, Watkins Glen, all of those tracks. Um, uh, you know, it was really interesting. Um, to to kind of see everything transpire and then now with covid hitting the way that it did um you know the the talks i haven't heard nascar is selling in in you know probably about a year and a bit um you know where where that was a a very active rumor across the entire sport um and and now you're seeing you, you know the the euro series the mexico series um have been sold off they're operated under nascar um you know as as a as a a nascar sanctioned um body uh, but they're not ran by nascar or not ran, owned not owned, owned by, by. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um and and now i don't know the specifics whether those have closed as well but those are part of the the talks right and i don't know the specifics behind the euro series and and behind the the uh, nascar mexico series right who owns it what the percentages are or anything like that right but it is it falls in line with what you know nationally or internationally what nascar is doing um and and kind of allowing them to to license that that bar mark right and and not have control over it but have control over the over the bar mark and and kind of license it to uh you know other other series uh it would there's been lots of talks you know nascar in china right there's been lots of talks nascar in australia uh all those different places um and and uh you know this would be an interesting model to do that and and to be able to take a touring series like the nascar pinty series and place it in different geographical areas, um, I, I think it would be a great move. And to have a vested interest, um, you know, from a Canadian national person, yeah, right, I, or, I or company, I, I think it would be a really big move for NASCAR to do that. And uh, I, I hope that that news is true. Not to say that, that you know, if it doesn't operate the same way that it did last year or, or for the past 10, right. um, it was a bad thing. But I think it would be a really positive move. And, and I think that, you know, the, the entire industry kind of echoes that. Yeah. Yeah, it will be cool. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, as time unfolds, we'll find out what's true and what's not. Um, but there has been a pile of moving and shaking when it comes time for officials and all that kind of stuff. Lots of moving and shaking down south of the border, and uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Daytona is coming, and that uh, usually is the unveil of all kinds of stuff. Also coming up on tonight's uh, program, how about a young gun that is going to start making big waves in this pond? we got young Kyle Steckley going to join the show. Of course, he drives mini stock number 24. 
Got his feet wet in a late model last year, right at the end of the season. We're going to catch up with young Kyle tonight on the show. First time appearance on Race Time Radio. I can't imagine that. Uh, Kyle's been around this sport. We've had his dad on a million times, but never had Kyle until tonight. Coming up. We'll also check in with Ryan Stevens, announcer at New Smyrna Speedway. The World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing coming up at uh, the, the famed half mile just outside Daytona International Speedway. We'll check in with Ryan. Uh, I followed them along on Twitter. See all kinds of updates just about daily now of different race teams that have put their hand in the air, registered up, and they're on the entry list. We'll check in with Ryan and see how everything's coming along. I can guarantee you uh, there's a pile of news that we'll have to talk about. Colton Everingham, a modified driver, Oscar modified driver, uh, here in the province of Ontario. He's jumping well, out of the modified month. A super stock driver. He only he's only made a couple starts. I think it's only one start, to be oh. honest with you. I don't know if it's a it's it's only a few, a handful of starts with Wally Wilson's team with the sixty nine. But everybody would know him as a super stock guy because that's what he has done for years. Oh, okay. The photo I see he, he is standing he's beside sitting, a modified. He's standing beside, exactly. Okay. But, but well. he spent a he spent a ton of time in super stock racing and yeah. and uh, <laughs> uh the uh, the driver of the forty eight car. But I just wanted to to clarify i know you know that i just wanted to clarify for the listeners because really he's only got a couple of starts well he's going to be jumping into a big late model now correct? yes he is yeah, yeah. it's going to be pretty cool lots so, of exciting stuff we will catch up with ryan uh pardon me colton here tonight ryan as well but colton everingham is going to join us on the show uh let's see here some news uh apc announced the schedule on friday uh got a chance to look at it uh, only one one little hiccup in there that I can see. Um, uh, uh, there's a, a, a race schedule for Sobel Speedway on August the 21st, according to the schedule. Uh, now, uh, I'm fortunate enough. I, I'm the guy that does the schedule for Sobel Speedway. And, uh, geez, I looked at it and I went, nah, something doesn't line up here. So I uh, reached out to Luke at APC, said, hey, one little change here. Uh, you got the 21st of August down. I don't have that on my schedule. I got your schedule for the 28th of August, not the 21st. Uh, I actually have the Oscar Hot Rods and Modifieds at the beach that particular night on the 21st, not APC. Um, so is it a little fupa on your schedule? Uh, obviously, it must be because I've got the contract for APC. And lo and behold, it says the 28th of August, and that's why I put them on the 28th of August on the Sobble Speedway schedule. Of course, everything right now is tentative. So um, uh, uh, needless to say, Luke said, no, no, uh, no, no. Uh, it's supposed to be on the 21st. I said, well, I don't know what we're going to do. I tried to move the date with Oscar, and Oscar can't move. They're going to be at Peterborough Speedway, and uh, it's just created a real cluster, so to speak. Um, and I don't know how this is going to shake out. Um, uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'm waiting for the powers to be to come up uh, w with a decision on how they want to address it moving forward. Uh, we want to see the APC series, of course. That was the whole intention. Uh, but you know what? It's got to be. Uh, it's got to be the right way. And uh, hopefully they can sort it all out. Um, I, I know Luke said to me, "Well, we didn't really want to run the series back to back to back." I said, "Well, I, I kind of understand that, but." Uh, when I did look at the schedule, they're not going to run back-to-back-to-back. -to -back -to -back. 
because the next ABC race to the 28th is September 11th at Delaware Speedway. So it's not really back to back to back. Uh, and then, speaking with him a little bit later, he says, well, I don't want it to conflict with the NASCAR schedule. Well, I didn't quite understand the logic in that one because NASCAR supposedly is going to be in Quebec at that time. But we haven't seen a NASCAR schedule either. So, uh, long story short, don't know how this is going to work out. But I do know the paperwork I had had August the 28th clearly on it. And uh, here's hoping that that's the way it works out. That's what I'm hoping. But we will see. So stay tuned on that one uh, as we come uh, get a little bit closer. It's a shame that, um, you know, that, 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 that things just can't be normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's yeah. all I got to say about it. It uh, it just sucks. Yeah. I don't know why, but it just sucks. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Difficult situation. Uh, Lots yeah. of, uh, you know, it, I, I don't think that people understand the, the amount of work that each individual track, you know, as, as a general fan or even even a, a, a competitor that hasn't been in the sport a whole long, a, a whole lot of time. Right. Um, you know, they look at a, at a track schedule and, and obviously getting, you know, your track, you want the best bang for your buck at every given weekend. Well, right? such a there, small window. There are, there are great weekends to have races and there are not so great we- weekends to have races. And, you know, when you look at the grand scheme of things, um, you know, and, and really, you know, what the track is built on is having a big amount of cars in the pit area yep because that is something that that the grandstand really needs mm-hmm. right for for their entertainment value uh, but they also have to juggle the amount of money that gets laid out on any given night. Oh, yeah. So like you hear um you hear people say, "Well, why can't the track just pay more?" Well, if you total <laughs> it up between all the all the classes that are out there, um you know, on that given night, they have a break even number, yeah. right? And yeah, and yeah. they have a forecasted number of what what the overall expense is going to be for the track. Yeah, and um, fans don't and, want to and, see and, a $5500 ticket on the way in. They're going to say, "You're nuts. I'm not paying that." Exactly. Yeah. So like when you see a really big show, there's a lot of infrastructure that goes into that big show. And, and, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of marketing. There's a lot of value there um, that is laid out ahead of time. And then the ticket gate kind of – or the ticket at the gate kind of reflects that. Um, and that's why, you know, it, it's, it's more money for a big show. Yep. And, and, you know, it's not because the tracks are greedy. It's because that's what they have to do in order to host that big oh, show. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah, – yeah. you know, it's it, – it, when you see a, a $75 ticket, but the year prior was a $65 ticket, you know, it, it, the reason for that is because they didn't make money at 65 bucks. Yeah. And, and, or, and or make no mistake, you know, there is no $65 ticket at Sobble Speedway. No, no I'm, I'm saying for, for a, 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 like a big event, if it was like a sure. weekend, if it was a weekend at a racetrack, you know, if, if, if the, you see a ticket price go up or you see a ticket price go down right. or you see a division that usually runs at this racetrack, whether it be at Sobel, whether it be at, at you know, at Anaganish, Any if you track. see, if yep. you see a schedule alteration, it's because they're trying to maximize what they can bring in and they all have to make money. Yes. So otherwise there's no point in doing this for the track and, and you know, it, it's the chicken before the egg right they have to put on a good value for the fan right um and and the competitors need a good base to race with so it's uh it, it would be nice if it was endless cash and and yeah. there was tons <laughs> of money out there and we could all do this for a living and just say screw working yeah yeah but 
that's not the way that it is. And, and unfortunately, you know, that situation there is, uh, you know, that's something to work through for sure. Well, there is one resolution that I did come up with that I think would work. And that is if we could pick up a sponsor at Sobel, uh and run the APC series plus the hot rods and modifieds. All on one night. The only way we'd be able to do it without, uh, you know, getting stupid on a on a ticket price to have that much running in one night is to actually do it with sponsorship. Uh, if we could come up with something like that, you never know. Then that would make it all work on August the twenty first. Uh, but aside from that, I don't know how this is going to work out. I know we've got Oscar booked. Um, and, uh, you know, we really want to see the APC series. So, uh, we will see. Stay tuned is the best way I can describe, uh, how that is all going to work out. But what do you say we hit our first break? We will, uh, grab Jason Hathaway, uh, while we're off. I know Susie will. And we're going to talk plans for 2021 with Team Red, oh, pardon me, Team Orange. Uh, with Jason Hathaway on the other side of the break. Stay there. We're just getting the engine fired up, and we got lots coming at you tonight, live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167. This is Nick Cupolo, 99, Maryville Sportsman. You're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fired up by QuickWick Fire Starters. Available online at quickwick.com. That's quickwick, Q-W-I-C-K-W-I-C-K.com. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Winter is on the way. Cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick Quick Fire Starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick Quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick Quick. They're available online. Go to quickwick.com. Quick Quick Fire Starters. They work. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. we got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio, channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. If you're a 
Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM Channel 20. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand. Ah, there we go, little wheelhouse bringing us back off the break. Uh, what do you say we get right to the hotline, shall we, Junior? And let's welcome in. How about that 2020 NASCAR Penny Series champion? We got him. The number three, Jason Hathaway, a guy we always look forward to having on this very program. What's going on tonight there, champ? How you doing? Hey, guys. How you doing? Just uh, watching a little football. Ah, really? What's the score? Uh, six nothing. Just, uh... Saints over uh, Buccaneers. Ah. Sorry, end of the first quarter, so lots Who, of football left. Who'd you take? Uh, I'm a I'm a Brady guy. You know, he's pretty hard to. He wins everything, so <laughs> I like watching him. So, but he ain't uh, on the field. Not with those two yeah, teams. He is. No, he's yeah, not. He's on the, field. the Buccaneers. Oh, Buccaneers. come on! Buck, 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 buck. Okay, on. okay. Yeah, look, yeah. Look, 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 look. You're I'm, a racing guy. I'm getting old. You're I'm racing getting old. Guy. I forgot he changed colors. <laughs> we all are. We all are. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got some new plans. I almost fell off my uh, telephone the other night when I seen this come flashing on by. Uh, you're, you're not going to be behind the wheel necessarily in the NASCAR Penny Series. What the hell have you got going on there, Jay? Well, I'm always full of surprises, so. Um... No, just uh, just a little bit of a change up. What uh, what we've got going for direction? Just uh, actually health a little bit for myself. Uh, back issues all summer and all all fall, and I'm waiting on a surgeon uh, appointment for surgery for that. So, just kind of the way it all come down in the end of the season, winning the championship and so on, and having four teams and and kind of my health. Uh, you know, it kind of made it uh, a little bit of an easy decision to get out. And, get out on top and, and um, start to focus on maybe, uh, you know, running the race and trying to win races uh, personally. So um, that's kind of direction we, we took and had some conversations. And, uh, and uh, it'll be it'll be a little di- different view, but uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be exciting as we're going to try to build a program here for a couple race teams. So, Well, you know what? That isn't a bad plan, Jay. You know, I got a point at another guy that did the very same thing. Uh, and, and, you know, you, you, all you got to do is look at the ARCA series and have a look at Billy Venturini. Uh, he was an accomplished driver, won lots of races. Don't know whether he did a championship or not. I don't know whether Billy was a champion. Yeah. I know his dad did one uh, back yeah. in the day. But uh, what did Billy do? He got out of the car, started a development program with Venturini Motorsports. Look at them guys today. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the focus. Um, you know, Scott Stuck is another good example for the Canadian side um, for his operation as well. So, kind of, kind of mold our program around what Scott does, really, and um, what he, the operation he has. So, um, it's a uh, it's a different focus for us in, in uh, 2021, and, and uh, hopefully, we can uh, bring a couple teams and try to win some races. 
Now it, you don't normally hear a driver and a and a you know a, a team member jab at each other back and forth, but I mean, <laughs> you and DJ still have to give jabs back and forth. So we need to make sure that you make it on the broadcast at least once a show. Same with DJ, so that there's always a little bit of uh, a little bit of jabs back and forth. Oh, for sure, for sure. He already we talked this week. He wants to come and drive for me. I told him I'd have to make him a new vegetarian if he's going to drive for me. Yeah. Too much. We'll Low light and left. Yeah. Yeah, well, oh, you, have, yeah. you have to tell DJ that you're a Coke team, not a Pepsi team. You'll have to do the transition. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. No, we're, we're driving weekly, him and I, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's always good. Jay, uh, looking at, at the model, obviously, uh, the, the Pinty series is, uh, you know, a, 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 a big animal, and there's a lot to a lot to get into each individual event. Um, you guys are, are well versed on it as, as a, you know, a, a general manager or, or as a, a development coach, whatever your title may be with the team, uh, what, what can you see yourself adding to, to the program from outside the car, as opposed to being behind the wheel? Uh, do you have like a wish list of, of things that you guys want to do differently or, or, or accomplish differently? Oh, oh, look at that. He, he hung, hung up. up. Oh, he didn't like that, that okay, question. Okay, we'll drop Did, that off. Didn't like that question. Sue will reestablish connection. That was funny right there. <laughs> uh, he had enough time to hear all the questions. Went, nope, man, didn't answer. That yep, one clicked. Yeah, hung up. He didn't, no, do, he that. didn't do that. Yeah. Sell hell. Yeah. Well, that could be too. So uh, yeah, we'll sure. reestablish connection. I'm excited. I think it's a, a really big opportunity for um, for him. And, and it, you know, his team last year was, was really the the backbone, if you will, of the NASCAR Pinty Series. They yes. brought four cars to the racetrack for every one of those events, um, you know, more than, than every other team out there. Um, and, you know, he... he He's got a wealth of knowledge. Obviously, he's, he's oh, yeah. got he's got absolutely everything that you could check in in the box of of, of being a driver. Um, and you know, looking back on it, he had a really great success track record with Cole with uh, Cole Powell yep. doing this very type of thing oh, right, yeah. with the program. But Jason, did you get any of our question before you cut out there? Yeah, yeah, no, I did. I, I got most of it. So, so what the value I'll bring. Um, I don't even know what my title is yet. I'm, I'm, I'm calling myself CEO of Entertainment for EHR so far, but uh, we'll we'll see what it goes on the business card. But uh, now, from my side, I mean, even you know, last year having a short season, or the rest four teams, which was great. Um, you know, next year having hopefully twelve races um, when the schedule comes out, we'll we'll get that. But I'm hoping, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be twelve races. So, um, you know, that's going to be a lot to handle for for having four teams. So that's. We're kind of looking at maybe the two teams for sure, full time, and possibly three as a, a third team as part time. So um, it's going to be, you know, when you're when you're when you're in the car, your your competitive your competitive spirits there, and for your team, and it's not uh, it's not an easy um, task to try to give everybody 100 percent of your time and effort and, uh, and and knowledge at the racetrack. So. Being stepping out of the car, I can oversee all three teams or all two teams, um, whatever we end up with, and uh, making sure they get 100% of, of all my effort and all the team's effort and all the knowledge we've, we've got over the years. So um, it's, uh, I mean, I talked to Scott Seckley about this several times, and he said it was always, it, it's hard when you're a driver and trying to do programs for people. It's, it's a lot better. It's a lot easier. Um, and they get full effort when you're, when you're outside the car because you can see the whole operation. So, 
um, that was one thing that a couple things that we that I can bring to the table on that side of it. Just strictly, just you know, obviously knowledge. I've won a couple races and uh, and uh, kind of know, you know, how the game works. I was hoping you were going to say spotting so that <laughs> you and I you and I could hang out up there. You know, <laughs> Jeff Jeff always brought me a sandwich and uh, he'd always bring me you know a cold drink. So I give figured, you a little jab. Every yeah, now and I, then. I figured you'd do the same. You know, that would be uh, that'd be perfect. You could be a driver coach up there. Uh, yeah, we could yeah. we could hang out. You know, it'd be fun. <laughs> Well, don't count it out. It's a paying job in NASCAR 50 Series, so we'll, uh, we'll uh, see about that. <laughs> We're with Jason Hathaway tonight. He was the driver of the number three. He is a champion in 2020, stepping out of the car for Ed Hackinson Racing, EHR, uh, going to take on a brand-new role in 2021. Jay, uh, if there is four teams... How will that be? Will that be two transporters with three cars in each one? And how will you decal that up? Like driver A gets that side of the hauler and driver B gets that and on and so yeah. forth? Or are you going to have four haulers? What, what what will be the deal that way? Have you guys looked at it down that far? Well, we just, just kind of looked at that a little bit, um, you know, the last couple of weeks. But uh, we'll get, uh, we've got one team nailed down and we've got a really well on site. So um, that'll be two full-time. And um, you know, probably a third. Um, we'll probably just bring in bring a second hauler. So we'll, we'll definitely have two haulers if you're on three teams. But uh, crew is the main thing. You got to have good crew. And um, you know, with me uh, getting out of the streetcar, it leaves a leaves a great uh, great window for somebody to get in and get in that equipment and, and uh, be joined with uh, with my team. So um, that uh, that uh, information will come out in the next few weeks of what, what our plans are with drivers driver lineups and so on so we'll uh, we'll have another surprise for you in a couple weeks ah can't wait can't wait and i know the listeners here on race time radio will stay glued to find out now does that mean that someone else is actually going to pilot the number three car or is that number three going to sort of slide off and it'll be a different number no no somebody will be in the three car yeah we're gonna have a program with this radio. we're gonna keep it going that was kind of ed's direction with when I decided what I was going to do, and, and uh, obviously he backed me, and uh, he wants to have the three car uh, on the racetrack, so we'll, we'll keep somebody in the three car in our team going as, as primary team. So it's um, it's going to be it's going to be different. It's going to be uh, exciting, and, and uh, um, I mean the fire's still there to win races, whether I'm in the seat or, or uh, just sitting on the pit box watching my team. So it'll uh, it'll be fun. Ah, you're going to love it. Ah, you're going to love it. It is the next level. It's the next step. And uh, why not take what you've learned in this sport and uh, really what you, uh, Jamie, Ed, everybody has put together over the years and uh, start to develop other talent. Uh, that That is really where the series uh, is going to excel. I know uh, from standing where I stand, Jay, and I look yep. at the NASCAR Penny Series, uh, and I've said this for years, there is no feeder series for the NASCAR Penny Series by the look of it. Yep. Uh, it's a big jump to go from either Saturday Night Racing into it or how about APC into it? It's still a monumental jump. Um, and, and I've always said, like, what happens when DJ retires and, you know, Kerry uh, Mix and uh, yep. you and uh, yep. Scott Steckley and that. But you know what? You, it, the, the picture is starting to become more clear. And uh, to see what you guys are doing, you're not falling out of the sport. You're getting in even deeper by widening it out, adding more teams, and uh, and keeping things going. And good on you guys for doing all of your uh, all that you're doing. Um, 
because the series is awesome. It's a great series to watch, and Canada depends on it, man. Um, And that is next level. If you want to, if you're done with APC or you're done with Saturday night, and you know exactly what you're doing, you got lots of loot. Then jump into the deep end with you guys, and uh, I'll tell you what: you better be prepared when you get in, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's that's probably going to be most of my most of my time spent. Probably going to be trying to get the right people joining EHR. You know, I'm not going to wait for the phone to call for them calling me. I'm going to probably do more call outs than I am call in. So, um, you know, there's lots of talent in, in, in other series. Pro Stock Tour, you know, obviously you know that that tour very well. There's lots of good talent there that haven't even dabbled in our series yet. So, so right. why not? So I'm going to find out why. And um, and like you mentioned, the ABC series, great series, local stuff though. You know, yeah, not a lot of those guys have any road course experience. You know, um, it's it's a whole other level going from that to this. So, um, you know, nothing against uh, what they do, and, and it's it's a great series, and I've, I've ran a few races in it, but uh, you know, the national scope of them. Any peekaboo at all on a tentative schedule that you guys have had a chance to have a look at? And if so, uh, what's it kind of looking like? I'm going to throw a nasty rumor out there, but I'm hearing it's uh, it's 12 races. I'm hearing, um, and uh, it's going to be based, you know, Ontario Quebecish. You know, it's uh, a couple double headers and some things like that. That's just talk, um, but it's going to be kind of a tough twelve race series. So, um, you know, we're broadening out the, the kind of COVID schedule we had last year and uh, broadening that out from, from what I've uh, what I've heard, anyways, through the rumor mill. But uh, it's uh, it's a good, from what I hear, it's a good schedule. It's uh, fair for teams, um, gives gives everybody some time in between races. And, Try to get some, try to get some fans in the stands mid summer, late summer, and uh, try to get back to some normalcy in, in life here in, in the racing world. Yeah, and there's no doubt that you know the pandemic is going to stretch into the spring, as far as we can see yeah. from here. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, you never know. Mid summer, uh, Justin Trudeau could surprise all of us and have a whole pile of that vaccine sort of sitting there in March and April and shoot a lot of Canadians, and then life can sort of come back to normal come June or July. Uh, then we can start phasing back into it. And you know what? A schedule like that's probably going to fit the bill, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, I think it will. You're right. You know, mid-summer, maybe late-summer before we get kind of fans in the stands of some type. But, uh, um, you know, it is what it is. We'll, we'll work around it. Tell, tell the teams what we got to do, and we'll be there. And no different than last year. And then in 2022, now we got to start looking at the whole country again and uh, yeah. getting things back to normal. That, uh, it, you know, it sounds right. Uh, a- any idea when they sort of think that they're going to launch the schedule, or is it still kind of taboo to talk? I've heard next week. I've heard late next week. Um, you know, next week, week after. But uh, within the next two weeks, we're going to put something out. They're going to put something out publicly. Um, it's uh, been all rumor mills so far. But, yeah. Uh, I'm at the... I'm at the, uh, um, I don't know. I think I'm in the inside knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The rumor mill is always, I get a kick out of the rumor mill in the NASCAR Penny series because, you know, it's down in the U.S. It's funny because, you know, in the, the Cup series or Xfinity or trucks, it, it seems like the rumor mill, you hear about it instantly. Uh, but yeah. I feel like everybody is surprised by more stuff here in Canada. I think we're better 
at at holding a, a, a secret. secret. I think we are. Like when you look at, yeah. when, uh, and it's probably because there's less, you know, overall eyeballs, you know, on it, yeah. and, and there's less mouths to to spill the beans. But that being said, you know, I have been shocked by a lot of announcements in the Pinty series. Whether it be we're going to this track, or this track is off the schedule, or or you know this driver is jumping in, or this driver is jumping out. You know, it seems like there are are you know every winter. There is always a tremendous amount of rumors that fly about the Penny Series, and yeah. and fifty percent of them are completely wrong. The other fifty percent, though, are <laughs> yes, right. yes, you just but don't that's know which ones that, to believe. That's the thing about the Penny Series is that the you know on, on the communication side, um, the rumor mill runs rampant, and then and then everything changes. And but out of that, there is always a bunch of surprises that jump out of the woodwork and and you know stand tall and yeah. and are are you know bright. Right, um, yeah. and and whether they're good or bad, and you know when you when you look at the Penny series as a whole, Jason, obviously yeah. you are you know you, you've you've been there, done that, you've seen everything that there is to to see and and do within the series. Yeah. Do you have a wish list? You know, like it, it, we're just bench racing here and, and yeah. just just yeah. spitting spitting at the no, wall. But do you have do you have anything? Do you have a wish list that that you wish to see the Pinty series do? I know that you're tied to you know, and and you can't say a whole lot. You know, you don't want to go outside the bounds. But yeah. but that being said, you know what what is a wish list? What's on the Jason Hathaway wish list for the Pinty series? Well, I wish this and whatever we can, whatever we can get through, uh, we'll take it. Um, obviously, with everything that's going on, but uh, wish list 2022 is definitely going to be. You know, we got to go back across Canada again. You know, east and west, you got to go across Ontario, Quebec. You got to hit all the all the provinces um, like we did in the past. Um, I would even probably say we need more races. We probably need more like 15 races and run a couple double headers um, on the western swing. Maybe do a three race deal instead of two help with uh, some costs along the way. Um, you got to walk in boardrooms with, with more than what we have to get sponsorship. So um, it's what we what we do and what we have to offer as race teams, um, selling against all the stick and ball sports, it's a tough task. So, um, you know, short season, we got through last year, everybody was able to keep some sponsorship. Um, you know, next year, this year, 2021, we're going to have kind of the same doubleheader stuff, I think. Um, so it's going to be a tough sell again with some companies, and 2022 is going to be, you know, probably just as hard to sell sponsorship. So the biggest thing is what drives us is the money. So you got to get some cost out of the cars, you got to get some cost out of the series, and you got to got to increase the, the return on investment for, for sponsors. So um, it's, uh, if you don't, you're just going to have more and more people with their own spending money that come into the series race and go home and we don't know how many races they're going to do. So um, you're not going to get young talent signed up and drive this series if you don't have a, a, a good structure and a good business model behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Any word? Have you heard any word on ownership maybe coming into Canada? Have you heard anything about that or is that kind of a thing that you haven't heard about? No, I, I, it's been a little bit of a rumor around racetrack in the summertime, but uh, that's just racing rumors mid-season. You know, everybody, uh, first time everybody got together, so everybody had to start talking about something. But um, um, it wouldn't hurt, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And I think what's going to push it over the top, Jay, uh, live 
television, live radio, one or the other yeah. or both. Yeah, do yeah. both. Uh, that's the both. that is the recipe for NASCAR down south. They got it on the radio. They got it live on television. That honestly has got to be the next level. That I think is going to put us up with the stick and ball sports and everything yeah. else that's live, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do both. Why? Why keep it a secret? Well, and that's the and thing. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, that's what we do. We, we keep it. You walk in the boardroom, you spend more time telling what you do than than, than how you do it, than 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 vice versa, right? So I, they should they should know what you do uh, coming in just when they set up a meeting. But most times, it's all you do is tell them what you do and where you've been and how you do it, and uh, it's got to be the reversal of that. So um, you got to be out more. It's probably a longer season. It's probably better. Um, I do know the social media side of our, our series we do very well. Uh, social media side, number-wise, when we're racing, um, on track, and when we're not, it's dead. So, um, a longer season and uh, um, more races is, is going to be the only way to sell sponsorship. Yeah, get them in front of the box watching it, or get them in the car listening That's to right. it. And uh, you know what? Uh, there's a Raptors game on every time. Every time those guys bounce that ball, it's either on the tube or it's on Sirius XM. One or the yeah. other, you got them yeah. covered. But, Jay, this has been great catching up with you tonight. Um, truly great news that you're going to do what you're going to do. Uh, I know we look forward to seeing what you're going to do. I know there's a whole pile of fans in Canada uh, that are really going to be excited. Uh, good on you. Good on you. And uh, congratulations to you, Jamie, Eddie. Everybody on the team. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Joe. And uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep in touch. You know, obviously contact me anytime, and we'll uh, we'll bench race a little bit more whenever we get a chance. And CEO of entertainment, I tell you what, I'm coming to you for the bar tab whenever we stop at one of those bars. Uh, you know, along the schedule, Eddie, I mean, he'll hit you with a crush. He's got. He's, he'll hit you with a crush. He's got the the card. We're, we, whatever the the title is on the card, he said it. He said it. Oh, he said business card, not credit card. Yeah, which yeah, one? Exactly. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, it was credit I'm card. I heard. It. I might get the other one out. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie will give him a business card, not that's the right. credit card, that's not right. the credit yeah, card. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Road trip. I'll get my wife's visa. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a gold one. Yeah, good deal. Jay, thanks so <laughs> much. You have a good one. Buddy. Thanks, guys. You Thank betcha. You. Jason Hathaway, uh, Team 3 Orange. Uh, big changes coming down the line. Good stuff. We're going to hit this break. When we come back, how about a young gun, a real hot shoe? We'll find out what Kyle Steckley's going to be up to in 2021 next. Hi, race fans. This is Xander Grizel, driver of the number 81 Sobble Falls Late Model, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe... You're like me, and you heat your home with wood. You need to use a quick wit. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling and presto. Your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick. They work. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. 
Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchak. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Race Time Radio. Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you closer. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. I think I like it too. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Hey, have you Googled Joey Vinegar yet? you got to do that. Google Joey Vinegar and watch that video. That song is stuck in my head, as you can probably tell here on Race Time. Um, it, you, just Google it. Joey Vinegar. Um, great tune. Great Canadian artist, by the way. Uh, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in uh, a driver uh, that really is going to be uh, a guy that you're going to hear lots of in the near future, if you haven't heard of him already. He drives the number 24 uh, in in a mini stock and did a little bit of late model driving at the end of 2020. Let's welcome in Kyle Steckley. Yep, that's Scott Steckley's son. What's going on tonight, Kyle? How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Joe? Not doing too bad at all. My God. You know what? You have grown up way, way too fast. Uh, but it's sure cool watching you uh, jump from different uh, from the mini stock into the late model. How did you like that? Because you're an accomplished mini stock guy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. They're definitely a lot different. A uh, lot faster. Uh, power steering. Everything's a lot different. Tires. So... It was definitely a learning curve, but I had a lot of fun going out there, and uh, we didn't do too bad, so I thought it was a good debut in the late model. It was a great debut in a late model. You know, you caught a lot of people. Um, you caught you, a, lot a lot of, of heads. Uh, You turned a tremendous amount of heads on, on that day at Flamborough Speedway. Um, it, you... You know, looking at uh, you know your your background of racing, you've grown up around a racetrack. I remember, you know, back in the day when you were just a baby at the racetrack. Um, but looking at uh, you know your pathway all the way through, what age did you start driving? I, I know you you drove junior late models, you did a little bit of that stuff, and then and then got into the mini stock. But what age did you start driving at, Kyle? Yeah, so I actually started driving when I was seven years old. 
and a micro sprint. Okay. I drove that for about five years, four or five years, and the last year I won a championship in that car. And then I drove a junior late model at Sauble and Grand Bend for two years. And then the past two years, I've drove a mini stock at Flamborough, and I came up to Sauble once, and I've been having a lot of fun in those. That's awesome. Man, now what's the plan looking like for 2021? Do you still have your mini stock? Are you going to get into any of those races? And uh, how about the late model? What's going to happen there? Yeah, we've actually sold our mini stock, so unfortunately it's gone. But our plan for 2021 is going to be racing late models at mainly Flamborough Speedway. And we'll see how it goes. We'll maybe go to a few APC races or invitationals at other tracks. But mainly Flamborough, learn the cars, learn how to drive, get the respect of other drivers, and, uh, yeah, have a good rookie, rookie season there. Was there anything that uh, that jumped off the page that 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 really surprised you about late model racing? Like I, I know it's for for even a fan in the grandstand or somebody that's racing, you know, mini stock or street stock or whatever. Looking at late model racing, it's got to be intimidating, right? Because you you look at at all the action that's out on the racetrack and and you look at the names that have been doing it for for years on end, and you know. For, for the general public, jumping into a late model, is, is, is uh, it has to be a super intimidating thing. But for you, was there anything that really surprised you, good or bad, about driving a late model? Yeah, you know, uh, we went testing quite a few times in the summer with it, try to sort out problems and get used to it. And uh, really, I caught on to it pretty quick. But what really surprised me in the race is the tires, how they fell off, and passing just passing trying to get under guys is just so difficult because everyone is just so so close in speed and you can burn that right rear off real quick right and when you do you're kind of out there just for the ride yeah yeah that happened to me a little bit on the race i think i wore my tires out a little too quick and i think it cost me a bit at the end but it's all a learning experience and now i know for next year so uh, your dad, Scott Steckley, of course, we all know him, driver of the 22 Canadian Tire Dodge, a multi-champion in the NASCAR Pinty Series. We've seen him coast to coast forever. Uh, is he your driver crew chief? Uh, is he the guy that uh, is in your ear while you're in that late model? Or does your dad sort of help you with the team and stand back and let you go? No, he definitely helps me out a lot. He de- I get all my advice from him. I've learned everything from him that being driving to working on the car to setting up the car just everything involved with racing he's been there to teach me and uh yeah i've definitely been i'm lucky to have him as a driver coach you could say and mentor and i've learned a lot off him and yeah he helps me with everything i do in racing so it's great to have him well, I can tell you, you can't go too far wrong listening to dear old dad. Uh, I, I'm fortunate enough, Kyle, to be able to uh, not only watch you grow up, but watch your dad uh, as he went through his short track racing career, uh, you know, starting out at Varney and and working up into Sobble Speedway. And I watched him for a lot of years there, uh, you know, from Saturday night racing and all-star and on onward and upward and watched him all the way through his Canadian tire career and, uh, I'll tell you what, that guy is uh, one of the most solid rocks here in Canada that we've got. And uh, good on you to be uh, 
to, to have somebody like that to lean on, Kyle, you're going to go a long way in this sport. Where do you want to end up? Do you got a, a like a like a goal list and uh, sort of projecting out like uh, is it going to be the NASCAR Penny Series and stay here in Canada, or do you got aspirations of heading down south eventually? Yeah, you know, I obviously want to go all the way in racing and race in the Cup Series one day, but you know, I'm just taking it one year at a time right now and going to focus on late models this year and hopefully we can do well and we'll see where that takes me and maybe someday I can end up racing down south. Yeah, Absolutely. good good stuff. Uh, and support is key, right? you got to have not only the infrastructure that you've got behind you right now, uh, but sponsor support's got to be kind of cru- uh, kind of crucial as well. Um, I, I know Kyle uh, down at Flamborough Speedway. I got to know the uh, the good people at Quick Quick, and I uh, pulled out the fire starters that Frank gave me, and I look on the box, and I went, hey, there's Kyle Steckley right there. That's cool. Uh, well, well, how did that come together, and is Frank supporting you all the way through? Yeah, you know, uh, Frank's been great to us. He came to 22 Racing and sponsored Chandler Smith at CTMP last season, and he's been a great supporter of us this whole past year ever since we met him and you know he put me on the box of a four pack of quick wick so that's pretty cool and yeah he's a great supporter of racing and we're just very lucky to have him and i'm excited to see where it goes in 2021 and beyond with him yeah gonna be awesome 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 stuff so uh you're gonna get into a late model that's cool um have you have you ever taken a lap in a Pindy's car in one of your dad's uh, Pindy's cars? Have you done any laps? Do you know what they feel like? No, I haven't done any laps yet, unfortunately. I've bugged my dad a few times to <laughs> let me go test one, but he, I haven't got to him yet. But maybe here in the next couple of years, you never know, he'll maybe let me take one out testing the Flambro or Sunset or Sobble. Well, if you keep doing what you did at, at Flambro Speedway at the end of last year, uh, DJ will put you in a car before Scott will. Ah, he'll, he, be he, you. <laughs> he'll be begging you. He'll be begging you, for sure. Uh, it was it was really cool, uh, you know, just a sideline story, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, two guys that raced together, you know, for a long period of time, DJ Kennington and Scott Steckley, you, they, they raced together for, you know, a tremendous amount of time um, and, and were around each other for, for a long time. It was really cool to see. And, and you know what? It was really cool to hear DJ and the excitement looking over and seeing his decal on your car at Flamborough. <laughs> no, he was – the DJ – Exciting it's, stuff. It's, it's tough to get him, like, super fired up about anything. You know, he's, he's just a he, – he's a racer and, and, you know, at the racetrack, he's focused on his stuff. But I tell you what, man, he was just smitten looking at <laughs> Kyle Steckley and looking at his car on, on – or his, his decal on your car. Um, and then after the first, because there was two segments to that race, right? right? right. After the first segment, um, you know, he he was really interested in. He's like, "Where did Kyle finish?" Right. right? And 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 then you know, after talking to him between the two races, um, you know, he he was like, "Man, can the kid ever wheel?" Yeah. Like like, but I, I'm not blowing smoke by saying this. You know, to you, he. You know, it was it was really cool to see two guys, you know, kind of come together and and you know, he, I know he was helping you out with a set of tires or whatever it was, but it, it, it was it was so cool to see the excitement level of one of your competitors, um, and and it had to mean a lot to you too. Yeah, it was definitely cool. Uh, yeah, so um, my dad, I was trying to convince my dad to let me go in this late mall race at the end of the season, and he wasn't really sure about it. 
And then DJ heard about it when we were testing one day when he was at Flamborough with a Pinty's car. And he wanted me to race so bad that he said he'd buy me a set of tires if we'd go in the race. So we talked to my dad and we got him convinced to take me out. And, you know, I don't know how much some of the people around Milverton and that know DJ from the past and some guys on the crew like the DJK racing sticker on the car, but he definitely <laughs> helped out a lot at that last race, and it was definitely cool to race against somebody who I grew up ra- grew up watching racing against my dad, so it was definitely a cool experience. It well, pay, payback's coming. I know Chase is coming through. He's that's getting right. older. That's right. Watch that's out. Right. Scotty, he was... Scotty's going to pay him back. Yeah, that's, you watch. That's all he was doing. Yeah, he was setting himself <laughs> up so, he, you know, Scott will buy a set of tires for Chase. That was That's funny. Uh, Kyle, uh, uh, of course, late model racing, um, you know, is there's a lot of infrastructure that goes into it. You guys you guys have one car currently. Uh, is it? Are you heading into the season with, with a new car? Is it the same race car that you ran uh, – at Flamborough that everybody's seen you in, or, or what's the plan there? Uh, we're currently working on building and putting a new car together. Um, we were debating on whether just to use the same car or what, but we decided that we're going to go ahead and build a new car and put one together for this season, and I think it's going to be great, and we're going to have a really good season ahead of us. Well, you're going to be giving your mom fits, I can tell you that. If it wasn't hard enough watching her husband, now her son, uh, getting up into a late model. uh, It's going to be awesome. Kyle, this has been dynamite catching up with you. Uh, And I know this is your first time. We're going to get you back on here lots, sir, kiddo, and keep everybody up to date. You are on social media. How do people follow you along? Uh, You can follow me on uh, Kyle Steckley on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Um, just simple Kyle Stackley. So, yeah. Ah, perfect. And you'll have pictures of the new car as it's coming along, right? It's only January. we got lots of time. Yeah, for sure. We'll have pictures up there of the car coming along. Kyle, thanks so much for the time, my man. This is great news. Can't wait to see you behind the wheel. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Kyle Stackley, uh, you're going to be able to catch him at a racetrack this summer in a late model. Uh, watch out, you may even see him in that APC series, Junior. That'd be cool too. You know that's where he's destined to go. Oh, hundred percent. He'll be he'll be there, and and uh, he, he's going to turn a tremendous amount of heads. He's uh, he's just a he's smooth. He's fast. He's smart. You can tell he's already got the pedigree of a guy who's been doing this for years, and it's because he has. Right. right? He started at seven years old. Um, he's he's got a tremendous amount of talent, and I can't wait to see where he ends up. Well, he wasn't conceived in a race car, but I can bet you any money he was born in one uh, that had a 22 on the side of it. Uh, he's got a 24 now. He's going to have his own identity. It's going to be so cool to watch that young driver work his way through. Uh, we're almost at the top of the hour. We're going to throw it back to Scotty in Toronto at Sirius XM. We get you up to date on some news and some highlights that you may have missed over the first hour. But then we come back for hour number two, where we've got Ryan Stevens. We'll talk World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing and Colton Everingham in hour number two plus more. So don't you go anywhere. Stay right with us here on Race Time. We will be back in like 90 seconds with a whole nother hour right here live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by 
the quality in Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins tonight uh, on Race Time Radio, live on Sirius XM Channel 167. See, we got you right up to date. If you're tuned in on Sirius XM Channel 167, now, uh, you may be tuned in through the week on the Performance Motorsport Network.com out of the United, United States. Uh, welcome to all of you. Or maybe 98.9 XFM out in good old Antigonish, Nova Scotia. Uh, hello and welcome to everyone there. Gearhead Country Radio. Or don't forget, we are available at your leisure. Uh, just get to iTunes, search Race Time Radio. Uh, click like and subscribe, and you'll never miss Race Time Radio again. You can also get the show on RacetimeRadio.com. All those different ways uh, to listen to Race Time. But if you want it live, you've got to tune in right here to Sirius XM Channel 167, soon available on the Sirius XM app. Let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's talk World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing at a track that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, Robert Hart's track, New Smyrna Speedway, the fastest half mile in the world. And the announcer, Ryan Stevens, joins us on the hotline to get us all up to date on the World Series. If you don't want to get excited, turn the radio off right now, because uh, I'll tell you what, he's got some exciting stuff. Ryan, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey, guys. Great to talk to you guys again. I'm. Uh, you're exactly right. We have a ton of great news. The World Series is looking incredible. Uh, last year, things really picked up. We had had a couple of years where the World Series, it's always great, but last year things really picked up. We got the car count uh, looking healthy again, and you know, then that coronavirus thing comes up, and World Series right around the corner, and we didn't know what we were going to have for World Series, but I'm telling you, everybody is ready to race, and we're about three weeks out still, and car counts look incredible, so um, I'm stoked, so I, I, I can only imagine uh, what you guys are feeling up there no man that disappointment is what i'm feeling here because we're not going to well, be able to go across that border which I is know. driving me right around the bend brother just right around the bend well everybody everybody's you know, so sick of covid right and uh we've all got to hang on just that little wee bit but man by the time uh, the world series rolls around in florida i don't know you guys get summer weather and i know the numbers were a hell of a lot lower in the summer so it should work out pretty good at new smyrna yeah, uh, last year, you know, speaking of the weather, last year we had pretty good weather. That always helps the crowd. You know, sometimes we get that cold front that rolls through and uh, makes it a little bit cool. But, 
the action on the track will, will make up for any of the uh, – if it does get cold, the action on the track will, will make up for it, that's for sure. Ryan, uh, you know, we, we touched base uh, leading into the to the Governor's Cup, and, uh, you know, we talked about uh, all the stuff that – or, sorry, the Governor's Cup, the red eye. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you guys did a great job of posting, you know, guys that are coming and, and, and you know, uh, guys that are signed up and on the pre-entry side uh, for the red eye. You guys have been doing the same thing on social media – uh, for the World Series, and kind of right after the checkered flag fell for the red eye, uh, we started seeing you know all the names popping up of of you know the drivers that are starting to file their entries and and uh, and you know really put the stake in the ground saying that they 're coming to speed weeks and there 's a tremendous amount of names that I have not seen race at New Smyrna before. Um, oh, I know. And and you know, every year there's there's always a tremendous amount of first timers there, or or return returning drivers that that maybe took a couple years off. But I have not seen this many, and and we're still a little ways out uh, of of names that are shocking to me that are going to be there. Um, can you cover off kind of some of the 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 highlights of of who we're going to see and and what we're going to see down there? Absolutely. You know, uh, you're talking about the, the social media stuff. Um, I posted a few of the early pre-entries before Red Eye, and then Red Eye came around, so we had to focus on Red Eye. And then once Red Eye got done, I have such a backlog of entries that, you know, I have people messaging me like, hey, we pre-entered like three weeks ago, and we haven't seen our post yet. And I'm like, I'm trying to get to everybody. It's, it's been that crazy because every day there's, there's more that, that trickle in. So it's a great problem to have. But I, I can tell you, everybody that has pre-registered, if people are listening, we're going to get you up. I, I will take care of you there. But uh, speaking of the entries, let's just uh, let talk about some of the big names. Right now we have uh, 38 Tormod drivers that have signed in. A couple drivers might be sharing cars, but nonetheless, we've got 38 names. I mean, we got uh, John McKennedy for Tommy Baldwin Racing. we got Ryan Priest, who's going to be here. Ronnie Silk is back. Um, you've got, um, let's see, you got the Catalanos, uh, Jeremy Gerstner of, of Floridian. He'll be there. And, of course, uh, really glad to see this gentleman's name uh, pop up on the entry list the other day. Anthony Nocella, Matt Hirschman, um, you got Patrick Emmerling, and that's just a handful of these Tormod guys. But uh, that division is going to be stacked this year. It's going to be competitive. Hard to pick a champion, but I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Nocella's got for Hirschman this year. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, with the the entry list alone that you just covered off, it's worth the trip to Florida to go watch a race. Not n- oh, not yeah. not to mention that it's every single night for for nine nights. Um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Not that they're going to be on for every night for nine nights, but but that being said, the that is a huge entry list of of tour mods. Uh, always a, a tremendous show that we see. Um, the the tour mods are a staple of Florida. You know yeah. when I when I think of sounds, when I think of the speed weeks. Uh, it's it's the sound of time trials for the tour mods. You know that that's an iconic sound. Uh, it's it's yes, the it sound of a sprint car going by the grandstands at Volusia County, and it's also the sound of a pack of cars going by at Daytona. But the tour mods are at the top of the list for me, yeah. and and it's 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 yeah, an iconic sound. One hundred percent. Yeah. Just amazing. Looking at at uh, you know everything that we've seen from the red eye, um, you guys had a couple of great races there to kind of set it up. Uh, the the late model classes in both sides, the super and the crates, um, that those entry lists are growing as well. Yeah, um, you know the the red eye was was very modest as far as 
uh, car counts win. I was hoping we'd get a couple more cars, but they came. The ones that did come out put on a, a heck of a show, and I, I believe you were able to talk to our winners afterwards. So yep. that was awesome for sure. Uh, but yeah, the the lists have they've they've grown steadily here, and um, I believe we have about twenty for each uh, of the super late models and the pro late models so far. With more coming, I, I've I've been chatting with the gentleman uh, back and forth pretty much every day, and he's like. Oh, your entry list is catching up to mine because we only released the official entries. And he's like, oh, I've talked to this guy and this guy, and there's a whole lot more coming that just haven't – they either haven't registered online or sending that paperwork, but uh, that just gives us more stuff to add and keep that excitement growing. But uh, so far for the Super Late models, I mean, we have Brad May, of course, our, our local guy, maybe the sentimental favorite to win the title, but he's going to have to compete with guys like Bubba Pollard, um, Justin Mondike, uh, Kelly and Ryan Moore are both coming down this year. Michael Atwell, he should be strong. Uh, Jet Nolan, he's another uh, young up-and-coming guy in the Super Lates that's probably going to be uh, somebody you're going to have to look out for. He's going to be fast. He's aggressive. He's going to add a lot of spice uh, to this year's World Series. Uh, Jesse Love's coming back. He was a, a great surprise in last year's World Series. And just today we added uh, uh, kind of a – a big name to the late models, Peyton Sellers, is coming down to race oh, the cool. World Series. So, and that's just a handful of the drivers that are going to be here. Super late models looking strong this year as well. Um, pro lates, like I said, we got about 20 or so of those guys signed up so far. Uh, a couple of them doing double duty. Jet Nolan and Michael Hind will be racing both series. We might see Brad May pull the pro late out and do a couple of races, but some big names in the pro lates include Jeremy Miller, um, Connor Jones, uh, Hunter Wright was the guy that came out last year for the first time and impressed, so I look for him to be a championship contender. Uh, Jarek Johnson will be good, Jet Nolan, uh, Paige Rogers, just a whole lot of great names, uh, and a lot of new names again in the, in the pro late. So I think that division is going to be wide open this year. Yeah, Absolutely. and that, that is really where, uh, the surprises all come in, right? You get the new names and, uh, they could be a champion in their discipline, in their, uh, you know, either county, state, or province. Uh, and then, you know what? They show up at Speed Weeks. That's where names are made. Uh, in yes, this sir. sport is, uh, you know, you got to get to the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. I got to say, the Canadian contingent, uh, competitor-wise, is at a disadvantage. They can't take their gear and get it across the border. In saying that, I read a really interesting post by uh, Tracy Hoskins. Uh, she said, how about this, guys? If you're a Canadian competitor and you want to go down and run the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, get a hold of me. I can hook you up with how about the fifth-place qualifier in the uh, Snowflake 100, that car is available to rent to make it in uh, at the World Series. Uh, so, uh, the, you know, there is possibilities for Canadian teams if they want to. Now, they can get on a plane and fly down. They just have to quarantine when they come home. But it is possible right. for them to fly down and actually get into equipment and get racing. No, we, we do have one. Uh, definitely, like you said, we're definitely thinking about you guys. If they were going to miss, you know, guys like Nicholas Noggle, um, you know, he has a lot of flair to the, especially the prolate division. But uh, we did have one that was just confirmed today. He did run with us during Speed Week. Uh, Jean-Philippe Bergeron is going to run with uh, Jamie Skinner's team in the number 51. So he'll be here. So we do have, we do have some, uh, some representation from up in Canada this year, but we're definitely 
we're missing that, and, and it's a shame that, that things are, are still like that. So we're definitely uh, thinking about you guys up there. We will definitely miss that influx of Canadian competitors this year, but I'm glad we do have you represented at least uh, in a good prolate rod. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's going right. to be cool. Now, uh, Canada Corner is going to be rebuilt come 2022. Uh, that's where the push is going to be on to rebuild Canada Corner at New Smyrna Speedway. You watch. I can remember, and it wasn't that long ago, right, uh, down in turns three and four. That's what they used to call Canada Corner. Starting from Greasy Gowan's trailer all the way over, there was a pile of Canadian guys, and I know that day is coming back. Uh, and maybe it's 2022 when that all happens. I'll tell you, it was dynamite. Going down there and seeing the best that we've got uh, from running around up here in Canada to get down there and run against the best in the United States, I'll tell you what, that's the stuff dreams are made of. Oh, and that's what makes the World Series so much fun. I mean, we have great drivers from everywhere, and we have these. We have new names, we have veteran names, and you just don't really know until maybe about midway through the week who's who's really strong, because you might have a good run night number one because you got a good invert, and then you struggle the rest of the week, or you struggle with the invert, and then you pick it up towards the end of the towards the end of the end week. The, the competition's so good. Qualifying's important. Uh, the racing's always rough and tumble, especially at the beginning. It seems like things settle down towards the end. But um, I, I'll tell you, one of the most fun things about the World Series, besides the racing, the racing sells itself, but the camaraderie that we have down here with, with so many new people, I can't tell you, last year with the weather being so great, so many people would hang out after the races. And uh, We have a gentleman that we actually call Canada, because uh, he's from up there, that comes down, and he's one of the most fun guys. <laughs> and We just we have so much fun hanging out with him after the races. He's just a fan, but uh, you know, afterwards we just hang out and have so much fun, and we'll definitely uh, miss that spice, if you will. But uh, still, I mean, just the way things are looking this year, uh, we haven't even talked about the Florida Modifieds. That division's been growing. Uh, we have a new division of modifieds, the 602 modified, which are uh, basically four mod chassis with 602 motors in there. Uh, they begged to come down and be a part of it, and we said, all right, yeah, come on down. They're bringing right now at least 17 cars, so wow. that's looking strong. Plus, we're going to have uh, the Florida Pro Truck Challenge Series there, up to about 11 trucks officially registered so far. Uh, big shout-out to Donnie Burkhalter. He's going to be giving us some more names to add to that entry list as they get things together here. Uh, I was doing a tally before you all called. We have 149, so almost 150 cars in all classes officially signed up and ready to go with about three weeks left. And you know there's going to be more that don't pre-register that just show up. Oh, absolutely. I can remember back in the days. Now, I've done the World Series for a lot of years, and now I haven't been there the last two years. uh, And then with COVID, I can't be there this year. But uh, when I think back to the years, I can remember Donald Chisholm rolling in uh, from Nova Scotia, he came in about midweek the year, uh, rolled in with the 89, uh, uh, the, the Pioneer Coal, number 89, and Donald unloaded, and I thought, hmm, I see a name, oh, close to mine, right? That Chisholm name, no relation. Uh, I didn't know Donald at that time. He rolled in, and uh, I thought, wow, this Chisholm from Nova Scotia, never heard of him, never heard of him. Mm-hmm. He unloaded that car, went out there. There was uh, Anderson was on the racetrack. Junior Hanley was on the racetrack. Uh, There was a lot of big, big names back then on the racetrack. Donald Chisholm went out there, and he showed him how to get it done that night. And I went, oh, my God, who is this guy? Uh, (laughs) Donald Chisholm's the real deal. He went out there and did a fantastic job. Now, i got to say, I believe he got bounced on Tech Lane 
for something to do with the cooling. And I don't know what it was. I heard it was very trivial. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, rules are rules. And he got bounced that yep. one night. He did come back and really run respectable uh, and then made multiple years after that and come down and run the full week. Uh, Lonnie Somerville, another big name. Lonnie went down there. He won the Super Late Model Championship one year. So uh, it's possible and so, so cool to see at the World Series. Well, another guy I'm hoping to see maybe pop up on one of the interlists here is Jerry Artuso. I know he. I believe he's down in this area nowadays, but he's a, a Canadian guy, and he ran with us. He started off in the pro late last year and got uh, turned into the water barrels, if you all remember that. Yeah, that was um, a big one. Pretty spectacular incident there, and then he came back with a super late. So if he's got if he's got a ride still, if he's got cars and time, he might be one of those guys that maybe doesn't pre-register but might pop in midweek because that's another fun thing about the World Series. You have, you have these great entry lists. But you're going to see guys come and go throughout the week. People are going to crash out. They're going to have engine issues. But you're going to have others that maybe can't afford to run the full week that come in midweek or run the big races. So you're going to have this ebb and flow. I love walking through the pits every morning to see if we have new cars, to watch people rebuild their cars, uh, watch those who are struggling, try to work on getting it better. It's, it's so much fun. I mean, being there all day for, for nine nights, it might seem like a lot. And it is. I'm telling you, by the end, my voice hurts. My feet hurt. My entire body hurts, but it is so worth it just to be a part of this. It's such a unique event, and if you've never done it before, um, I definitely recommend it. Once the world gets back to normal here, I think a lot of people will say, all right, it's time for me to do this, you know. So, it's, it's guys, it's going to be incredible, and, and I'm sorry that you all can't make it down, but I can tell you it will be broadcast on the uh, NBC Track Pass. Absolutely. So you can watch live with us. So that's that's a little bit of good news I can give to you. Now, for Canadians um, to watch Track Pass on NBC, you will have to get a, or, well, it, up until this point, I don't know whether it will be available in Canada, um, because what we've had to do up here is had to get, like, an IP blocker. Uh, where you can change oh, it, right. where you can change it into an American IP. Uh, but I, I suggest everybody to get a a Cyber Ghost or uh, NVPN get a or and, exactly and get a VPN and sign in yep. as a, as an American. Oh, man, and, and I forgot go from about there. that. Man, no, that's so no it's totally cool. No, I, I we're, hey, we we're used it. to it up here, bud. Yeah, we are used to it. Trust me. Uh, if there's a man, will, you guys there are is really a way. Getting the short end of the stick this year. <laughs> I know. I yeah. feel so bad. It's terrible. Well, you pull some strings and and just get. <laughs> make make it available. You know, yeah. we'll buy it. We'll yeah. pay right, for it. Right. Hey, uh, you let know, me, let me talk to the head honcho over there. <laughs> that's, what I can do. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> hey, a, f- a fun story. You know, and you touched on it is is walking through the pits. You know, and and seeing guys work on their cars and 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 you know that is a huge part of what Speed Week is. Obviously, there there are a tremendous amount of people that just show up and and you know twenty minutes before the start of the races and and they get their popcorn and get their their you know boiled peanuts and go sit down and watch the races but there are a tremendous amount of people as well that that do the exact same thing that you're talking about and show up early walk through the pits and and check out you know all the things that are happening because that is a big part of the storyline that you see racing each night at speed weeks is is seeing the the thrash right the team's thrash i've seen guys do front clips 
uh, sitting on a pad down there yep. where they actually chop off part of the front clip and re-weld it back together. Uh, now, some guys take their car to a shop now, and, and there's a lot more technology. But I've, I've seen a Sawzall be used to cut yeah. off a front clip of a, of a super late model. That's called professional short track racers exactly. right there. Exactly. Right. And, and motor swaps and all that great stuff. Um, you know, the amount of ingenuity for some of them to do that, uh, and, and that is a big part of, of what Speed Week is all about, is it's not it's not just a 50-lap race. It's not just a 200-lap race. It is the the most grueling series within a year that you do within nine days, and uh, it, yeah, it is really cool. It's a season in and of itself. It know? is, 100%. So a lot of guys only run eight. Run in season, yeah, a lot of guys days. only run five to ten races a year, and, and you pack them into nine you, nights. In nine nights. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's yeah. definitely pretty cool. Uh, well, I can remember, I think it was it was last year or the year before, uh, Todd Stone, who's from my neck of the woods over in Vermont, he came down, and he was a, a midweek arrival, and first race out, missed the shift, got crashed into, destroyed the back end, and the team said, well, we came all this way, we're not going home now. Uh, they stayed late into the night. The, the track lights got shut down, and they're working with flashlights and trying to get parts and pieces put back on that thing. They were out there the next day ready to go. So the determination, not only to get here, but to keep yourself in competition, uh, it's amazing what these guys will do to, to keep racing. It's, uh, it just adds so much intrigue to this event. and It's it's looking so good. I'm super excited to be part of it again. Uh, so cool. I love sitting at New Smyrna hearing you up in that announcer's booth here. Ben Dodge, man, man, oh, man, to hear Ben Dodge talk about those modifieds. Uh, will you do me a favor, Ryan, if you, if you get time? Uh, can you look up Ben's number and uh, send me a direct message? I want to try and get Ben Dodge on this show to talk about the modifieds, to get a little preview before Speed Weeks with the Almighty. Uh, I think it would be great. Give the fans something to uh, look forward to. Uh, it would be dynamite. Ben's going to be back, right? Voice. Oh, I do. You yeah. just want to hear Ben Dodge's voice. I know. I know. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can definitely get you in touch with Ben. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, uh, Having him down here to cover the modifieds, it's, it's always a pleasure. I, I learn so much every year, and he just has a, such a unique presentation. I, maybe this generation doesn't appreciate it as much because he's he's so fact oriented and he knows the ins and outs of every single team. But he is a pleasure to listen to, pleasure to work with. I've learned so much, so I will definitely get you in touch with Ben and, and see if we can't get him on for you. Oh, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps, brother. Can't wait. Uh, World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. We're going to check in with you one more time, Ryan. Before that green flag goes in the air, I know you'll have a whole pile more to talk about as oh, yeah. we get uh, closer to it. But uh, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. And I know all of us are looking forward to the World Series at New Smyrna. All right. Well, hey, if anything, at least tune in to the, uh, to the pit walks every morning on, on our Facebook page. You guys can at least see that and hopefully get those VPNs and, and, and get, a, get, a way, uh, get a way to watch the World Series if you can. It's going to be a great series this year. Thank you guys for having me. Have no fear. You can guarantee these Canadians are going to be not missing a lap at New Smyrna Speedway. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. That is Ryan Stevens, announcer at New Smyrna Speedway. He will be back. Uh, we'll get him back on before the green flag goes in the air for this year's edition. You never know what the next name sets are going to be that Ryan Stevens will be able to drop on us here on Race Time. But we'll step out, take a quick break. When we come back, Colton Everingham going to jump behind the wheel of a late model. We're going to talk to him before he does that. I'm 
Dave Doucette, driver of the 44 Chrysler 300M. You're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated, passionate sports talk with a bite from the hijinks of the morning man. I bet your parents do too. They go big bulk shopping. Hey, so I got 50 jars of duck sauce. We got to eat duck sauce, but I got a good deal. To the inside of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports. Not NFL, sports. And the animated energy of the Mad Dog himself, Mad Dog. Christopher Russo. It's the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need. Ready when you are. We're live from America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115 or listen on the Sirius XM app. Taking you all the way to the track and back. And we are back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. So glad you could tune in tonight. Uh, If you missed any part of the show, don't forget, you can go back and listen to it. Get to racetimeradio.com shortly after we're done. And I know Sue uploads it on our webpage, and uh, you can listen to it anytime or get to iTunes. Uh, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in an Ontario driver, super stock, also in a modified every now and then. Uh, but he's going to jump behind the wheel of a full fender late model this coming summer in 2021. His name, Colton Everingham, and he joins us now on the hotline. What's going on tonight there, Mr. Colton Everingham? How are you? I'm not too bad. I just finished working up in the shop on the Pro Late, getting her ready for uh, 2021 season at uh, Sunset Speedway, and we're pretty pumped up to get it going. Absolutely. Ah, I bet you. Some, some big news coming out uh, earlier on this year. Obviously, everything was kind of you know on halt uh, over the 2020 season. Uh, there was a little bit of racing that happened, but no real regular racing uh, at any given track. But there was news that, that came out that Sunset Speedway, uh, long time, you know, for a long time, Sunset Speedway has had the limited late models, which you can't really tell looking at the outside of a limited late model versus a pro late. 
but but they came out and and basically adopted the APC rulebook and and you know have a pro late model class uh, turned a lot of heads. A lot of guys were really excited about it, and uh, you were one of the first guys to jump in the pool and and uh, get your feet wet and uh, say that you were going to be out there, Colton. Uh, this is a big step for you and your team. You guys have been building for a long time to get to this point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we started racing about eight years ago, and uh, we started actually with my dad. We jumped straight in to the Superstock division. You know, normally people that have been racing, you know, their whole life, they've been going from go-karts to quarter midgets and jumping into the four-cylinders and stuff. And we jumped straight into the Super stocks, which was uh, was a big learning curve, and um, we started out. Like I said, I bought my da- or I bought my car off of my dad, my dad, um, you know, eight years ago, and converted. It was an old Challenger. We converted it into a late model, or sorry, super stock, and then uh, we just kind of worked our way up. And after the end of uh, 2019, actually, we were gonna go pro late model racing last year, but uh, after. The last race of the year, we got wrecked and um, had to rebuild it and prove to everybody that the car was as good as it was beforehand. And, uh, yeah, so we raced, uh, I believe there was five races for the Super Stocks. I put Ryan Semple in my car for the one race because I was racing the Modified. But, you know, we got her all fixed up and running back up at the front and jumped. And we saw, got a good deal on the prolate, and we jumped in it from Rick Spencer Wolf. Yeah. So, are you going to do both, maybe this year? Uh, of course, the APC series now has the Super Stock Tour with it. Are you going to maybe do both to go uh, double dipping? Um, actually, I sold my Super Stock um, at the uh, just before Christmas there. So, I mean, like I'll never ever turn down a ride if somebody offers up their car. Super Stocks will always have my heart there. That. I believe that it's one of the most underrated classes with, you know, like everybody knows how much action there is with it, but the talent that comes out of the super stocks is just remarkable. So I, I don't want to completely throw that away. <laughs> I would definitely love to be back involved with the super stocks, but that's definitely something on our list if we are able to do it. So you'll be at Sunset Speedway running the pro light there. Um, do you anticipate maybe getting into a couple of APC races, uh, definitely the ones that come into Sunset Speedway, maybe a couple of more, or what is the plan there? It, it, it honestly all depends about uh, sponsorship and stuff. We're going to run the full season at Sunset, and uh, obviously when they come to Sunset and that, with the APCs, we'll hopefully be able to get some tire money and stuff together to be able to race them, and then... Uh, I'd like to, I know it's a far fetch as long as everything goes back to normal. I'd like to try the short track nationals. So if, uh, if that works out, I wouldn't mind going to Jacasa and test beforehand when the APC guys are there and yeah, try that out. Absolutely. Now, quick question for you. Got to ask you this, uh, not knowing, I haven't seen a sunset schedule. Are the limited late models off the schedule now and the pro late models in? And is that part of the NASCAR program? Because I know Sunset was NASCAR, or what's the scoop there? Um, so at the meeting, they're definitely talking about uh, the two classes. They're going to have the late models run. Um, the late models are doing, I think, every other weekend that the pro late models aren't doing. So I think they were talking about doing a 12-race series for, you know, for the pro lates, the late models, and try to keep 
cost down for everybody in that way, so we're not running 18 nights like we were normally doing. And then they did release that they did get rid of, just for this year, they're, you know, step back on the NASCAR program. Ah. And, uh, yes, so next year is just going to be, you know, their regular Sunset Speedway and then whatever happens for 2022. Ah, I didn't know that. That That is uh, some breaking news for us right there. Uh, and, that you know, that makes sense. Got to save the team some money and definitely uh, stepping back on that program will definitely save the team some money. You know what that's all about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, you know. Um, in a way, it does help with the, you know, it, it definitely helps with the Division One with the late models. So that's what we were looking forward to is actually jumping up into the pro is There is more rewarding stuff for the Division One with the NASCAR. Um, it, it definitely helps out with everybody. You know, we got, it's a lot easier for sponsors and stuff. You say, oh, you're a NASCAR-sanctioned track, and as soon as NASCAR is involved, they know more so all the sponsors that you're going for know what NASCAR is all about. And when they're like, oh, crap, I sponsor a NASCAR late model at Sunset Speedway or NASCAR, you know, mini stock at Sunset or super stock, whatever. And I think that definitely helps with sponsorship. So, but with the, you know, with the money-wise, I think it's definitely going to cut back a lot on costs for everybody, for your crew and everybody else. Absolutely, week in and week out, right? It's uh, you, you hit the nail right on the head on the late model side. Uh, you wish it was late model, or, or wish it was NASCAR, because there's a, there's a lot of rewards financially uh, to win in that provincial championship. But there's, you need eighteen nights. But well, not, you need eighteen races. Not reduced. You need eighteen races, so you need nine nights of double features, or however you do it. Um, but yeah, definitely, there's uh, there's a tremendous amount of value there. But that being said, it does save the overall class and the overall expense sure. and, and you know it is the local track right it's sunset speedway so a majority of the sponsors that you're going after you're not going after a company in calgary to sponsor you in in sunset you're going after just the local guys so it's uh it, it's there's there's a tremendous amount of value both ways and and uh it'll be interesting you know for for to see how everything transpires when i when i look at at your background within motorsports and and all the different races that i've seen you in colton um you guys as a race team you operate a very professional uh running super stock team currently and and you guys have 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 had you know the assets to go racing you know at this level for for quite some time um when you look at at you know the the jump is it is it a big jump for you learning working on the car and and all of that stuff or or what's what's your general consensus right now heading into the year uh of of getting the car ready you as you mentioned you just came out of the shop from working on it but what's your overall feeling heading into the year uh on your knowledge level and and both on 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 the actual you know nuts and bolts of it um yeah it's it's going to be definitely a learning curve you know like we jumped into the modified this year for a few races and that was completely different than the, the super stock and you know you got different steering components and stuff compared to each other. And I think with going pro late, we're going to be, you know, there's a lot of stuff. You're, you never stop learning with anything you do in life. So if, I mean, like once you stop learning, there's, there's <laughs> not much life left to live. Right. So I, I definitely know that it's going to be, you know, we're going to be out there learning stuff that we didn't know. And we have a pretty good back uh, backing with Taylor Holdaway. He helps us with all of our stuff and, 
I just, I don't know. We, we like putting in the work, you know, we're a family run team. My dad and I are always out in the shop. We don't have no hoist. We, we have no heat out there. We just work our butts off to make do with what we got, which, you know, it's, it makes me, makes all the finishes more rewarding than having all these, you know, big, big dollar teams that have all these better resources than we do. The only reason a team needs a hoist is to put a transmission in a car, and I'm pretty sure you can bench press four of them. So it's not it's not like you need a hoist. Now, now that being said, you need a pretty tall jack to get under there because you're a big guy. Yeah. Final question for you because I know you got to get ready to go and uh, do some eye racing tonight so you're nice and sharp when you do get into that race car. Uh, wh- what kind of chassis? Whose chassis are you going to be in this year, Colton? Uh, uh, we hear all the different, you know, we, this guy's got a McCall, this guy's got a Port City. What are you going to be in? Yeah, that's uh, we re- we acquired a car from uh, Rick Walt, and it is uh, a Kirk Hucker car. He ran down the States, they converted it over to run, legally run up here. It's a uh, Port City race car. Um, Junior Hanley did a bunch of work on it, so... Yeah, that's kind of what we're we're working with this year. And it's won a race before, right? That's that's the car that Rick won his APC race with, right? Is that is that correct? Uh, I don't think so, to be honest with you. I think that car that Rick won the APC race with was the uh, one that they bought off of Baker, which was oh, another okay. Port City car. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But it was still a good car. The, I, it, yeah. If it's the white car, it's the it's Rick Walt's other car, and it was it was really good too. <laughs> there was they were both really good pieces. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know that's there's a few people in this sport, you know, with, with buying stuff off of that it was kind of like the big people that I wanted to buy stuff off of, and I know that between Rick and his car owner Alden, I know they they're no slouch on buying stuff for you know to be competitive and run up front. So I. They're definitely one of my top picks on cars to be able to get this year. That a girl. Well, wow, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be so cool to see you behind the wheel. Uh, car number? What's the car number going to be? Um, actually, we got we got our normal number of forty eight this year. Perfect. Good. Good. Yeah, so you so. ended up getting that. That's good. Uh, keep Baker away, right? Uh, that was his number. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know if they broke the news to him yet, but that, we were able to. You were able to register ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> you wait. You the, wait. That's going to be a fun conversation. You're going to have fun with that they one. They call him the bully. You do realize that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's an old bully now. He's an old bully, he's an old bully. That's he's right. an old bully that's right. now. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, great stuff. Colton, thanks so much for the time tonight. Uh, eye racing is what you're doing next, right? you got to be uh, strapped into your sim there shortly. Uh, what race are you doing? Yeah, we're. Uh, it's actually like a pre- preliminary race again with... Uh, they started a Grisdale series race. Um, G-Force TV is the one that got it going on. And Adam Ross and, you know, Don York is uh, one of the race admins and stuff. They got the ball rolling and got some good sponsorship from a bunch of different guys. I believe Mike Schmidt is doing, you know, uh, more than what he does. Like, he's helping out even more throughout the off seasons. And I believe uh, Caldecott Millwrights is doing it as well. And, Grisdale's is putting up some tires for the late models and the super stock guys and stuff, so it's a pretty cool gig going on. Imagine that, Mike Schmidt getting involved with something racing. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, no, he's awesome. And Grisdale and Corey, too. And I mean, they, they're all, and, all, all and of them. Yeah. good practice for Adam Ross. Good practice. He needs to get back into the swing of things, right? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> no, it'll be too much fun. Good luck in the race, Colton. You go out there and uh, give them all a whooping, will you? <laughs> I'll do my best. You, you can use you. the bumper and it's free in iRacing, right? Yeah, just you hit the button, it. reset, yeah. reset. Don't You're, get used yeah. to it, though. You're clear. You're clear. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to tell the funny story about us as soon as you get off the phone so you can't say anything about it. All right. <laughs> Colton, thanks for the time, buddy. Good luck in the race tonight, night racing. All right. Thank you guys very much. Have a good night. Take you care, betcha. bud. Colton Everingham uh, is going to drive the number 48 Sunset Speedway Pro Late Model. Too cool. He's a great dude. Yeah. Now, and tell now, me the, the story, story and the then we've got to hit the break. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was spotting for, for Rick Verburn in the Super Stocks this year. Yeah. And uh, we're going down the back stretch. And uh, um, I, I was telling him, you know, up off a of turn two, you're clear, 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 take it. And my driver wasn't exactly the quickest on turning to take the lane. Right. Well, it, by the time he decided to, <laughs> Colton was there. Carl, yeah. And now, Colton, so much for being clear, Joe. Yeah, we we definitely weren't clear when he started to move, <laughs> and and everything's happening in a hurry, and everybody knows that. But I, I was, you know, telling him, "You're clear, clear, clear." And I was, not now. You're not, not. now. You're not. There's a delay hold, in our hold radio. It, hold it. Hold it. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, but uh, yeah, Colton Evernham, uh, great dude. Um, you know that that proves how good of a driver he is because he had the wherewithal to back out of it. Right. Um, otherwise, it would have been a big smoking heap of mess up into the fence. Yeah, and uh, would have been on. You. But <laughs> it would have been a hundred percent. And they have not let me down yet. Um, but I I still retain it was Rick's fault and not mine. Um, so just so you know, Colton, I know you're listening now. You can't refute it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we've, we've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it was definitely my error. Um, DJ, but, uh, DJ will be glad you got that out of your system before he took to the track. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. And, and I, I have never, you know, made a, a big error touch wood. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been spotting a long time and I've spotted for probably 500 races, Yeah, but I've never made like a big error and big. said you're clear when you're not clear. Right. And right. and in that case it was just the way that everything worked out. Right. That that when, he wasn't clear. when when I said you're clear, by the time I got back to the mic, he wasn't clear anymore. And you know, it was it was one of those things where, you know, a good driver saved the day right. and uh Colton was that guy. So you yeah. know, he's saved he your races, bacon. He races with a tremendous amount of respect and and uh you know, he, but he is aggressive as well and and uh um you know, a couple laps later he drove up there and took the spot. So he, it's just that way and uh where a lot of other drivers would be really pissed and probably turn you because right. it was a bonehead move or it looked right. like a bonehead move from the outside. Right. Um but uh you know, just one of those those funny stories that uh nobody in the grandstands knows about. Right. Everybody's seen him, you know, bump into the 21 car and the 21, you know, went for a loop. Yep. It didn't spin, but no. but just you know, went sideways, got them all crossed up. Um, but, uh, you know, did blame. Ricky, did Ricky come on and say, Joe, I wasn't quite clear there, big guy. He was too busy. He, he was, was, he was busy. all elbows. <laughs> Incredible. But after uh, the race, yeah, you can guarantee I got that. Yeah. I wasn't exactly clear there. The fun these guys have with these cars. I'll tell you, we're going to hit a break. We will be back. Stay with us. driver of the number 39 Broadway service Can-Am Midget. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Mom's got a squeeze, but she wears on her chest. 
coast to coast, 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 to coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Get your race fix anytime online. www.racetimeradio.com Also available on Facebook. Just search Racetime Radio. And as always, you can drop us an email. Info at racetimeradio.com from two wheels to four, and so much more. Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wick. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling. And presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Perfect! Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your Victory Lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Race Time Radio is back. And once again, Joe Chisholm. And we are back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167. So glad you could tune in. Now, i got to tell you, uh, we are going to be back with you next Sunday night, uh, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, live again, right here on the channel. Uh, but then, looking down the road a wee bit, we got some changes here. Uh, the 31st of January, um, on the channel, you're going to be treated to um, the Raptors and an NHL game right in behind it. So, uh, we are going to be preempted that night. So... Junior and I are going to take a little holiday, so we will not be on the air uh, the week of January. Of January. Yeah, January. What am I doing? January 31st. Uh, we will be back with you uh, coming up on Sunday, February the 7th and the 14th and the 21st. And then the Race Time Radio Studio gets dismantled because we've sold our house and the studio all comes apart. The new owner is going to take over. And we are going to be off for two weeks again. 
and then we will be back with you live. So we do have a little bit of schedule changing as things are uh, moving down the line here. Uh, the channel prides itself on having lots of as much live sport as possible. And uh, they also love Race Time Radio. So um, uh, we're all going to coexist, but things get moved around a little bit uh, so that, you know, the listener on Sirius XM Channel 167 gets what they paid for. Uh, and they get a little bit of everything, which is uh, too cool for school right here. And uh, we absolutely love our channel. We've been on here for a long time, and uh, we will be on here for a long time to come. And uh, we're just a great big happy family. So I wanted to bring you up to date on all of that. Uh, don't worry. We'll have it on our site. We'll uh, keep you up to date. And I do believe we've got a big announcement coming up next week on the show uh, we'll get you some more news on that as we get into next week. Uh, we'll get you some more news. But I know we do have some big news coming. I do believe it's next week, right? Yes. I think. I it think. will be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give, me, give me your number one best memory of World Series. Uh, and you have been going there since you were like that high. And if you can't see that because we're on radio, uh, that's about three feet. Uh, you were just like six yeah, years not old around the first time. For whoever's listening, I wasn't no. three feet around. I was no, three no, feet no. tall at one no, point. No, no, you were three feet um, tall. Do you got the number one? Yeah, winning, it, it, it's, it's the best and the worst all at once. If, if, if you hit fast forward, you know, from the best memory, right. it only took about 25 minutes for it to be the worst memory. <laughs> um, we, uh, I was spotting for Andrew Grizel, working with, with Andrew Grizel and the 81 team. Um, you know, we, we worked, you know, tirelessly for, I'm going to say two months preparing, right? right. We, we had a really good car. We had a great year at Delaware Speedway. Um, we had, you know, kind of our, our ducks in a row. We had everything put together. Um, and we went down to Speed Weeks with, you know, gumption. And, and we really wanted to be competitive. We wanted to make a statement. And we wanted to do some really good things as a team. Right. And... Um, you know, we we had the best of everything, the best of parts, the best everything. Yeah. Um, we had a great motor program with a motor builder that uh, was just over the border. Um, we thought everything was was you know in in our corner. We were we were going down there with a really good package. Right. And you know, night number one, we went out there and we were really competitive. We were top five, right? Right. Third. Yeah. Third. We finished third. third yeah. Night number one. Uh, night number two. Um, we got, uh, spun, we got crowded up into the fence down the back stretch and spun down the back, um, and restarted with like 12 laps to go in the race. And we restarted like 22nd. We yeah. drove up to fourth mm -hmm. with right rear damage and everything there. The, there was a little bit of damage to the car. And then night number three, um, we, uh, started th through the invert. We started fourth and drove up there, took the lead. And, um, or sorry, that that was on night number four. Yeah. Night number three, uh, we raced side by side with Martin Latalupe, yeah. um, who races the eighty four, the Frameco car, um, side by side for a handful of laps. Um, towards the end of the race, we ended up getting beat, but we finished second. Uh, we had the points lead. We had everything. We had the cat by the tail. Um, we had momentum on our side. Uh, there was a lot of excitement, 
and night number four, we went out there and won the race, and it well, was amazing. Well, you got to back it up just a little bit. In that race, I remember Sue and I sitting in the grandstand watching Andrew mm-hmm. and uh, knowing that you guys were together and, and, and uh, how much hard work you guys did. Yep. And not a lot of Canadians had gone to Victory Lane yeah. uh, in quite a while. Yep. So uh, yep. it was, uh, you know, watching Andrew. He took the lead, I'm going to say, about lap 15. Yeah. And Andrew was running and running, and the second-place guy, I can't remember who it was, uh, but he was chasing Andrew down. He got him, passed him, uh, had the lead for a couple laps. Yellow came out. Restart, and I went, oh, Andrew, if you've ever, ever done it, you need to do it now. I know you got the car. Andrew started on the high side, yep. and he got the lead and did not look back. Yep. Uh, and Down then the won back. the race. Yeah, we actually came off a of turn off a of turn two, and, and yes. really, if you can make the top side work at, at New Smyrna, it was, you oh. know, uh, with a prolate model for sure, and uh, the top side's kind of even the preferred groove um, after the tires are worn a little bit, you know, um, yeah. and, but still, coming off a of two on a restart, you want to be on the bottom at the very beginning, um, and uh, just it was just how everything, you know, shook out. Andrew drove down into turn one and two, uh, crowded him intentionally, nah. And uh, he took the risk, right? When you when you decide to do that at New Smyrna, when you try to pinch the guy down, oh, yeah. the guy can get loose and it get up in get your door and get spun fast. out. Um, with that race there, Andrew did it intentionally, crowded him down a little bit. Didn't didn't put him in the grass no, or nothing. No. Just crowded him down. Uh, you know, took the lane away from him, got the run up off, and and cleared him down the back. And the excitement of winning at the World Series was, like, off the charts. You said and it the, was just prolate. You said the best and the worst. Yeah, it, okay. was, it was phenomenal. And we won the race. We got our picture taken in victory lane. Um, you know, we rolled into the tech line. And, you know, it was the second year of Ricky Brooks being there. And, uh, you know, we thought, you know, really it was the only time that I've ever been, you know, teched out where, you know, working for a team where it was like, we're good. We know that we're good. Right. And, and they hooked the whistler up and we were point one over on the whistler. And it's a crate motor program. And we were astounded that we were point one over on the whistler. Right. And they were doing it when it was hot. There was a lot of questions back and forth. And, and you know, it, you can whistle a motor hot. It's just you got to do it. You got to do it, oh, yeah, you know, you gotta, right. You got to calibrate right it right. Number in. And uh, there was a lot of, you know, back and forth and back and forth. And, and uh, there was a tremendous amount of friction, um, you know, between the the process and, and how it all transpired. And we were in tech lane that night until just shy of one thirty in the morning. Yep. And for a whistle. And uh, Ricky's like, listen, guys, we can take the head off. We can, we can, you physically know, we can it. physically measure it. And we're like, let's do it. And he's like, you won't be able to use this motor right. for the rest of the week. You'll and An- Andrew was like, I don't care. We'll, uh, we'll like, you know, get another motor. There's tons of motors. We're at speed weeks. And uh, uh, they whistled it again. Um, and, and we uh, were still point one over. And uh, uh, Ricky just called it. Said yep. you're you're disqualified, you're and uh, so we were really bummed out. Like that was terrible. It got taken away from us, and and we're like try a different cylinder, and it didn't matter. You know, obviously you're point one over on that one, and uh, it was it was a really rough deal. So that was the worst memory and the best memory all together. Now to finish the story up, one washer that was uh, an eighth of an inch thick, um, underneath the spark plug, 
and we went to a uh, instead of running an NGK spark plug, which is what we were running, um, we went to a um, uh, an N three spark plug, right? An Iridian and uh, Iridium um, spark plug, and and uh, that plug and and that washer um, got us to legal, and we were able to run that, that and motor the, for the rest. Run the rest of the and, week, and uh, so same motor, and uh, the only thing we had to add was a washer. But uh, that was a needless to say. That was the last time they worked with that motor builder. Do you know what I? My best memory of Speed Weeks, and I've been there a lot of years, a lot of years. Um, my best memory, um, and I've had a million of them, um, but my best memory was Junior Hanley winning. Uh, yep. That night, he went from the modified. He won in the modified. Jumped into the super late model. Won in that. Uh, pulls into victory lane, and just before then, Dave Franks. Uh, famous photographer from here in Canada. Uh, Dave was at the track, as he always was, uh, for Speed Week. Um, Dave taking photos, and in between races, he ran up, sat with you and I and my wife, Sue, and uh, Dave sat with us for the race. And uh, sure enough, Junior won that that race. And Dave uh, jumps up and he goes, come on, Joe, come on, come on, come on, Junior, come on, come on, follow me. And you jumped up and said, well, what am I doing? I said, go with him. Go with him. Um, and, and you guys ran down to the start-finish line. Yep, I, I seen that. Dave, his arms were flying up and down, uh, talking to the starter because he was trying to get you onto the racetrack yep. to get a photo of you and Junior Hanley after that big win. And I had no idea what he was doing, uh, but he told the starter, he said, this is Junior Hanley's nephew. Yep. And the starter went, oh, okay, Dave, by all means. Yep. And Dave <laughs> went out there with little Joe. And Junior gets out of the car holding the flag. And, of course, uh, Junior knows Dave real well. And uh, <laughs> Dave looked at Junior and he said, hey, get your picture taken with, 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 with Joe Jr., and he said, who's this? And he goes, Chisholm's kid. That's Chisholm's. And Junior went, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And big smile. And uh, that, to me, is my number cool. one uh, Speed Week's memory. That was that's, pretty cool. So far, that's my number one. And yeah. I'm telling you, I got a million of them with uh, uh, Ken Spira and Randy Hooker and Kirk Hooker and uh, Andrew Grizzell and Paul Grizzell and uh, uh, so many guys. So many guys in meeting Charlie Speaks from Georgia and Ed from Michigan, um, you know, families and, and friends are met at New Smyrna Speedway. Absolutely. And it was, uh, you know, there, there's a million memories I've got. But that one there is my number one. Yep. Number one. And Dave Franks, bless his heart, um, always, always uh, has always looked at you and, uh, you know, made sure that, that you got something special. Yep. And that photo was one. Another one uh, when Dale... Senior won at, I think it was Talladega, the no bull race. Yep, yep. The money was flying in the air, and Dave went and he picked up one of those uh, dollar bills, phony American dollar bills, and he put it in his pocket and he hung on to that until he seen you yep. at the short track that cool. summer. And he went over and he said, I got something for little Joe. I can't wait to see him. Where is he? And I said, He's probably over there by his junior late model. He went over and sure enough, he gave you. That One, dollar. It was the noble dollars. Yeah. And they yeah, used yeah. to have a, the uh, the truck, uh, the armored truck drive around the track. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. used to empty all the money out. And it would fly and out the back. it would fly out the back. Yep. Too cool. I Now, I will say this about that. I bet that there's a better memory that I have of uh, of New Smyrna, 
but uh, I I probably can't remember it because it happened at Pub 44. Yeah, that could very well I'm just well saying. Be. Well, that's <laughs> going to do it for us here tonight on Race Time Radio. More memories to be made this year at the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. If you can't be there, uh, you're going to have to figure out how to get that signal. Uh, you don't want to miss the World Series, and I know all of us want to tune into it, but... That's going to do it for us tonight on the channel. We will be back with you live next Sunday night, 7 to 9, right here. And we will have another full great lineup for you. Uh, sure hope you can join us live. If not, you can always uh, click and listen to it as uh, Doug Gonder's doing it right now, listening while he's at work. I know he is. He's not listening live, listening to the stream. Uh, Doug, get back to work, but keep listening to Race Time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, have a good one. Got to thank Susie here in the Race Time Radio studio for hooking us up. Definitely Scotty back in the Toronto studio. Uh, everybody have a good night. We got lots of great programming still to come at you on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.